Hey world, it's your host Marshall. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Run On Thoughts. Here we talk about everything and nothing because we are not afraid to be all of ourselves even as we evolve. And that's my thought for my fellow thought thinkers as we unpack our traumas, past hurts, and other BS. Y'all ready? Let's go. Let's go. Hey, Thought Thinkers, I missed you guys last week. It was an extremely busy week for me. I hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. I had lots of friends and family over. My father was here for the week, so that was interesting. It was actually good, but it was a lot of work. So now that we are back, I still want to focus on some things that come up during the holidays and next up we have Christmas and I want to discuss lies. This episode is called Lies You Tell and it's going to be about all of the lies we tell ourselves, we tell others, and we tell on people. Okay, guys, but first, I want to stand in a place of gratitude, and I want to thank all of those who have been on this journey with me from the beginning, and I want to thank anyone who is joining me for the first time today. I want to welcome you to subscribe. You can go to runonthoughts.com to subscribe, to subscribe, to subscribe, and feel free to join us on any of the podcast platforms, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, all of them, Spotify. So with that, let's get started. Lies you tell. I've been seeing a lot because this is how I decide what I'm gonna talk about. Like I said, I try to stay away from trending topics. I try to only deal with those things that are important to our well-being and important to us becoming our full selves. And I know that this is not easy. I know that unpacking is not easy. But even after you unpack it, exactly what are you supposed to do? What you are supposed to do after you unpack it is look at it. Look at it. Look at it with real eyes and see how it made you feel. How did it make you feel? right? Because this is guru, I guess he's a guru on social media, and he says things in a beautiful way. I realize that I don't always say things in a beautiful way. I try to just get right to the point. But this person brought up trauma, and he said something like this, because of course I am paraphrasing. He said that you can do two things. And when you can do two things, that automatically means that you have a choice especially as an adult. When you've experienced trauma, you get to be wise or you get to be a victim. And that is what I'm saying to you guys. Look at it. You get to see, you get to learn a lesson from it or you get to be a victim. That is your choice. Once again, easier said than done. But you are not the sum of the things that have happened to you. Those things have happened to you. And like I have said in many podcasts, give it back. What someone did to you is not yours. It does not belong to you in any way. Does that make sense to you? It's not yours. Give it back. But now as an adult, 
Wisdom is not because people are just smart. Because it's not smart, right? It's not book smarts. It's not necessarily intellectual smarts. It is those who have been through and have seen things and have been through it. Some of you think you've gone through things, but many of you are standing in the thing and you haven't necessarily gone through it. Like if you believe that you exist in hell, you're still there because you have to do the work to get out of hell. And that means that you have to continue. Ain't that some shit? And on this journey of trauma, sometimes we create these images, these uh, false senses of self in order to survive. And that's how I arrived at lies you tell. First, I'm going to start with the one where people lie about other people. I don't know what the fuck that's about. I don't know why people feel the need to lie about other people. But when I'm thinking about it, I understand that when you are unhappy with yourself, when you are unhappy with where you are in the world or even in your spirit, you lie on others because you have low self-esteem, right? Because you are bitter, because you are angry, because you are vindictive, because you want others to see another person in another light, or because you want yourself to feel better. Stop it. Stop it. Because now, <coughs> excuse me, because now you are dumping trauma onto other people who now have to live with the lie that's attached to them. And the problem with lying about other people is that it's the Pinocchio syndrome, right? Because now what happens when those people have to fight the truth? Kind of like people who accuse people of rape. No one wants to believe people who say that they have been victimized and traumatized in these ways because so many people do not have a problem lying, and sometimes people lie on others because they need attention. They lie on somebody else because now they draw the attention to them and people want to give them attention and say, oh my God, this happened to you. Oh my God, let me be there for you. Oh my God. And I'm sure that stems from some type of abandonment issues that a person has had or not feeling validated or any of those things, but it's not nice. And then what about the people who lie about, I'm not sure if I want to discuss lying about yourself or lying about, because I said you lie, oh, you lie to others. This is a good one. People lie to others, right? And it's almost like lying about other people, but no, you lie to others about yourself, you may say that you live on the 18th floor. Oh, yeah, girl, I got it. Those are lies if you are struggling. Or or you have, uh, you live on, I, I'm using the 18th floor because this is a lie that I told. So I'm going to tell you guys the truth. I was looking for, first I was looking for a house. I saved up all this money. I was looking for a home. I got pre-approved for a loan. 
I started going out with what the budget they approved me for, and I'm going to tell you guys what it was, $550,000. When I first got the loan approval, I was so excited. I was like, wow, I can afford a half over a half a million dollar house? Well, boy, did I get my feelings hurt living in New York City. I started looking at homes in New York City, and I wanted to stay close to work, so I wanted to live in Queens, and I wanted, I started looking, and guys... I was finding two bedroom homes with one little tiny bathroom, small little basements. And the problem was I didn't even mind a small home, but for $550,000, it should at least be new construction or new or well taken care of. All of the homes that I could afford, they still needed a full redo. They needed a, a full reconstruction. They needed full new bathrooms. They needed new kitchens. They needed the, some of them where the roof was going to have to be done. So I then gave up. I mean, I was crying a few times because I was putting bids in anything, anything that looked halfway presentable or halfway that I could get something. And the one house that I did like and I really would have loved to live in it, there were buyers coming in offering $50,000 over asking price for the home. That is when I realized that something was going on in the real estate market and people were going to be taking these homes and making them apartments. And it wasn't going to be their forever home or a home that they live in. They were going to be kicking out basement walls to make doors, to break it up. And I was like, I can't compete with this. So what I did was I went out of state. I bought a home out of state that made me happy. I became a realtor because I still have to stay in New York City for work. So then um, some things happened and I needed to look for an apartment. I didn't want a house because of the market, because um, I was I rented a home in a home apartment. But I didn't want that again because everybody was selling their homes. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I figured I'd live in a structure that was going to stay put, if that makes sense. So I started looking at apartments. I figured out my budget. I was getting my feelings hurt again. Two bedroom apartments, $3,000, $3,100, $3,200. I was like, what in the monkey Joe is going on here? It is crazy out here. So I recognized that, you know, I must have an angel. My mother must have been looking out for me because I started looking at apartments because I work in the construction industry I knew that there were new buildings going up all over the city. So I was like, okay, I got some pull. Let me go look at those, right? So I'm looking at those new apartments. And guys, when I tell you that they are tiny, all this rent and they are so small that I was like, what in the mother pearl is going on here? That's how small they were. All of the bathrooms are a nice size, but in New York City, you have to have a bathroom that is handicap ready, disabled ready, because you have to be able to get a wheelchair in. So if anyone is feeling like they got a big bathroom because they wanted to give you a big bathroom, you're bugging. That's what it's for. Because if they were giving you a bigger bathroom for vanity's sake, they would at least build closets and shelves and make it a nice bathroom. All they did is widen the floor and gave you nothing. The kitchen is not a kitchen. They're usually just on the wall and you have to share the kitchen with the living room and the dining room space. They give you very little closet space, very little storage space. The rooms are small and even in the pictures, they do all of this. What's it called when it's um, 
just images. The bed is an image, the dresser is an image, and then they sell you on all these amenities. But the amenities are not even free. And I don't want to share nobody's kitchen. And I, if, if I went to the gym, I don't want to pay for the gym or I don't want to pay for everything costs money. So I was getting discouraged, like, what the heck am I going to do? And then someone called me. I found this apartment that I'm in. It's huge. It's beautiful. But I didn't want it at first. I didn't want it. I didn't want it. I could afford it. It was, it's still expensive, but glad that I could afford it, if that makes sense to you guys. I didn't want it because it's an older building. The, yes, the apartment is huge and beautiful, and it has a lot of character and charm. And usually when people say character and charm, that means ugly. It doesn't mean that, but, the, you know, it's, it's sturdy. And the new apartments, everything is cheaply made and small and tiny, but yet and still, I wanted to live on the 18th floor, right? I wanted to live on the 18th floor. I wanted a doorman. I wanted to be able to call downstairs and the, the doorman say, Miss Wilson, you have a visitor. I don't know why I was so fascinated with this. I guess I feel like I've worked hard. I went to school. I did what I was supposed to do and I deserve a doorman. No clue where I gathered that I deserve a doorman, but that is what I wanted. And when I first moved in, one of my girlfriends and my son together pushed me to take this apartment. In hindsight, it was the best decision. But at the moment, I'm coming home from work. I see someone that I haven't seen in a long time. And they said, do you live over here? And I said, yes, in the new buildings. That was a lie. I have no idea of why I told that lie. Yes, I do, because I wanted to live in the new buildings. My insecurity about this whole living situation made me feel like in order to feel validated, like I have arrived, like Wheezy and George Jefferson and the Jefferson, that I would need to live on the 18th floor because the 18th floor or living high up for me must have represented that I have arrived, that I have achieved. Instead of living on the third floor in an old building, even though this a building is better. That building has people hanging outside and people doing all kinds of things. My building is quiet. They wash the floors. They come when you ask them to come. But yet and still, my ego needed to live in that building if that makes sense. And I realized that that had been happening with me for a minute. I have a Gucci tote bag. It was a gift, guys. The strap broke. I paid to have the strap fixed. Fixing the strap cost over $200. The strap broke again. Now, I was wearing the bag like it was a laundry bag. However, I see all of the Louis Vuitton people wear their tote bags to school as book bags, as travel bags, and nobody's strap broke. But my bag, the strap broke again. And this time they wouldn't fix the bag. The bag is peeling. It's supposed to be a limited edition and it's reversible, right? The strap broke again. And yet I was gonna try to fix it again. I wanted to pay for it, but they said that because the bag is a limited edition bag, they can't fix the bag because it will risk the integrity of the bag. So I was going to take it to some cobbler and I still might take it to some cobbler because I love the bag and I already own the bag. But fixing the bag is going to cost more than the bag that I got for $90 that I love. So now I love coach. But still my 
ego still wants to purchase Gucci and Louis Vuitton and all these other things. And the crazy part about this is that I know enough to know that it is not a better bag. So what is going on? I always thought that I wasn't going to be susceptible to capitalism or the lies they tell or the feelings of feeling like you are better. And it's like, well, better than what? Because I recognize that I'm not better than others, but yet, am I lying to myself, right? Because that's another thing. We lie to other people to make ourselves feel better about a thing, right? I lied to them because I wanted in their image of me that they see me as living high on the hog or better than I was living before. We all want to be better than, but better at what, right? I had to check myself. I want to be a better human. That is why we do this podcast is because I want to be a better human person. And yet, when you start making a little bit more money, automatically you start thinking that you are better than other humans, if that makes sense. And I didn't really like that feeling. And once that bag strap broke again, I was like, girl, you are bugging. This ain't your lane. It was nice over there. And I recognize that with money, there are some things because I want money because it will afford me more freedoms, right? I don't necessarily want to work for it. I want to be able to choose my time, right? I want to be able to have time to travel. I want to be able to not worry about going to see my father and how much it costs or buying something small and how much it costs and making sure that we can pay our bills. And I know that right now living in New York City, if you are listening from New York City, it is extremely expensive to live here. And so some of the things that I'm saying, people are still trying to just They are living paycheck to paycheck. But to all of you who are able to pay your rent and feed your families, I am letting you know that you have done the damn thing because this shit ain't easy and you ain't got to lie about nobody to nobody about what you got, about what you don't have. You don't have to be on social media acting like you got new shit and you hungry. If you hungry, say you hungry. Because I'm also going to share with you guys another story quickly. And this story is about blocking your blessings, right? I had a friend years ago and she lost a job. And she was looking for a new job. She was out every day looking for a new job. But she saw a friend and the friends, they her and the friend are talking every day, ha, 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 for months. My friend is still out looking for a job. One day, the friend said, Dag, I, she told the girl that she worked in this building, right? But one day, the girl says to her, Dag, I wish she wasn't working in this building because my job is always hiring. Remember that? Remember the lie she told? She told the woman that she worked in this building months ago. Because she was too embarrassed and didn't want her to know that she was not working and that she was down to the social service building looking for a job. That day, she said, girl, I was just lying to you. Can you take my resume? She took her resume and my friend got an interview the very next day and got the job. Blocking your blessings because you lied, because you let pride lead you. So when the angels are sent to help you, 
to grant you grace. They are looking for the truth. They can only intercept with the truth. So when you lie, we are essentially blocking our own blessings. Does that make sense? We have to learn how to exist in the truth because even in the lies, when you lie to others, when you lie about others, you are essentially allowing things to continue, right? If you are being victimized, if you are lying for someone, like the people who allow people to perpetuate crimes against people, when you stand by and choose to act like you didn't see something, you allow it to grow and fester because that's what happened with lies. They grow. But now I want to talk about the lies we tell ourselves. I believe that these lies are the most detrimental. And the reason I believe that these lies are the most detrimental because these are the lies we tell ourselves in the midnight hour when we are all alone. These lies are for our own trauma. These lies are exactly the reason why I have this podcast so I can unpack some of the things that have happened to me and allow you guys a safe space to feel like you can unpack your own trauma, if that makes sense. They, we don't want to deal with the shit. Because most of how we feel is about the lies and the images we see in our own heads or about the lies we tell ourselves or about our mind, right? Our mind festers all these things and many of us don't know how to turn off those inadequacy feelings, those I'm ugly feelings, those I'm stupid feelings, whatever the world has dashed at you, all of these negative things some of us harbor these things and keep them close and believe them because if someone said it, it must be true. And that is not the truth. It is not truth. It is not truth at all. These lies are not true, guys. If you keep telling yourself that you are ugly because you are watching too much TV and you are watching what they say is beautiful and you are not that, I want to first say to you guys, about judgment, right? I see a lot of things that people say is right and wrong or what you shouldn't do, like whether it's wear white after Labor Day or what's too old or what's appropriate. And I want to say, well, who the fuck is the committee that decided that that is beauty? Who is the committee that decided I can't wear this or that after 50? Who is the committee that said, or oh, in the 50s, a woman can't wear a, a, a skirt? Who is the party? Who is the committee? Because I've never met the committee that all of us are subscribing to as right. Their idea of the 10 panel committee that doesn't even exist. Their idea of beauty doesn't have anything to do with how I see myself, nor should it. Because of who I am, right? I am. I exist. Therefore, I must be. Correct? 
Nobody gets to dictate how I see myself. If I do it, then it is normal to me because it is how I see myself. I am beautiful because I said so, because I am here. Other people's factoring in means uh, nothing to me. I've been told that I dress crazy. I have no idea what that means because I have no idea with what looking dressing crazy looks like other than I do not subscribe to the norm that the panel that nobody knows who they are has said is normal. Whoever the panel is, I don't know who you guys are. I dress to make me happy and I am happy and I keep telling you guys that it is not easy to be all of yourself but is the only way to exist in a state of joy because every time you decrease yourself you decrease your value every time you decrease yourself for others that lie festers and you immediately begin to feel bad because every time you lie to yourself or every time you exist trying to fit into the scope of somebody else's box because the problem with boxes is that some of us fit into 10 15 and 20 boxes right so who you meet this is not all i am i am a myriad of different things and so are you guys the problem with lies is that they are like a book. They keep the story going. And some of these stories that we are telling ourselves, we do not want to keep going. If you were told that you are stupid as a child and yet you have degrees and yet you have a job and yet you are good to your family and you are still internally telling yourself that you are stupid. I am telling you to give it back. It does not belong to you. It belongs to the person who needed you to feel stupid so that they can control your soul. Give it back. Do the math because the math ain't mathing. You know that you are not stupid, but yet that voice that doesn't even belong to you, give it back. It is not yours to keep. It is not your trauma. It is the other person's and they are trying to take the darkness off of them and give it to you. These lies are like bricks and they build a foundation that is heavy. I just put a book down, guys. They build a foundation that is heavy. And I don't want you guys to live in a heavy existence. I don't want you to have to lie to others. I don't want you to have to lie on others. And I definitely don't want you to have to lie to yourself. Because when you lie to yourself, you are building an image. You are building an idea. You are building a new self. And that's why so many people get lost. And it's even lying, right? When you are in a relationship with someone, whether it's a sexual relationship, a romantic relationship, a friendship, and you are doing things to appease them because people pleasers are also liars. 
because it is not authentic to who you are. You are lying to make someone else happy. And the more you do that, the more you lose yourself. That's why when those relationships end, you spend so much time trying to discover who you are because you feel lost. You're not lost because you lost that person. You are lost because you lost yourself because you had to deny. Denial is a lie. Because you had to deny who you are. So now you got to go on a quest to find yourself. And that is okay. Because even in finding yourself, you should enjoy the journey. Enjoy the rediscovery of who God, the universe, energy, whatever and however you believe. Enjoy the journey of it. Because only then can you find peace and love and authenticity and find true relationships that have meaning. Because when you are out there not as yourself, I am telling you that you are feeling insecure because you don't know who loves you for you. Because if you are, if your representative is loved, I know that you go home and hate yourself because these people don't know that you really prefer to eat a hot dog. And you don't like the fancy shit. But you've been told that the fancy shit will get you in doors that you couldn't get in. And I'm going to tell you that there is no door that I ever want to be in that I can't get in as being myself. Because I got to keep lying and keep lying and keep lying and keep lying and keep lying. And yes, I'm tired of talking to you guys. Bye.